What's going on, everybody? Welcome to The Obsession. Thanks for listening today. Carl Bethke here. Mike Stadler. We got another question from you guys. I actually think this gentleman actually owned his own sign company, Mike. But. Good. All right. His question is, do you guys use scents? Yes or no? And why? And when, if yes? What do you got, Mike? <laughs> do I use scents? Okay, let's start this first. Have we used sets? Yes. 100%. Were we successful? No. No. Can you say that you shot a deer from using sets ever? No. Okay. I can say yes and once. Twice. Twice. Yeah. I I can say I had an opportunity one time though, yeah, because I did have, I had a uh, doe and heat wick hanging. Um, I think you remember uh, this was Fox Lake property. Mm -hmm. That ten point I called cucumber tines. Yes, a giant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he came through running, chasing a doe. Yeah. With two smaller bucks, she was out in front. She had a good lead on him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She went right past me through the woods and out. Um, the other two bucks were closer to her. He came, um, got in the woods, got downwind of me. Yep. Which is where the wick was, and it stopped him mm -hmm. because he had lost sight of her. Right. And he did smell that. He came back. I drew on him three times that day. Never got a shot at him because of where he kept stopping, and then he was yeah. gone again. Well, so I can't say it didn't stop him. Yeah, but I, so it's you had one opportunity. I did have one opportunity out of twenty plus years that you and I have known each other. Yes, and I've had two. Number one was a drag rag that <laughs> was actually during gun season out at Tom's place. <laughs> Almost knocked my headphones off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the it done. Head flat. You were getting it head, done. Head <laughs> yeah. And he come right down that scent trail again yeah. with that. Yeah. But young deer, two and a half year old yeah. pointer. Yeah. That's the one that's got the tongue looking in the corner there. Yep. And then the second one was the wide ten pointer up on top of the ridge, and then that product was actually uh, uh, they had those freeze dried buck beads. You remember those back yeah. in the yeah. day? Well, uh, yeah. And now I can't honestly, I'm just saying I think it worked and here's why, but it was actually a rub line too. So I, <laughs> I had taken up, the, yeah. I took the whole canister and just dribbled right along that rub line yeah. and he ended up coming by me. So, and of course it was October 31st. Yeah, so it was a horrible time of the year to be in the woods. Horrible time to be in the year. Yeah. Horrible <laughs> time to be in the woods. Horrible time to be sitting in a rub line on the edge of a heavy pine edge bedding area downwind side nobody does that and i put four pounds of buck beads on <laughs> so i'm sure he came to the scent so which is, that is which is now why we can't bait wisconsin yeah. Thanks a lot, Carl. Uh, sorry my bad <laughs> moving on next project uh so you know both of those were iffy times now i have used scent yes yeah um i my opinion is i this is the way I look at it now. I spend way too much time being sent free to try and put crap out there yeah. in the woods. Yeah, I, my opinion means nothing. <laughs> this is my opinion. Yep. Um, I don't feel, personally, I know enough 
-hmm. to use a scent on a wild animal because I don't know what the hell they want. I don't know what they're looking for. I don't know their mood. Mm. Um, I, That's a really good point. Uh, and I think I'm pretty smart at yeah. a lot of it, but I don't, to me, I, I don't want to bash sense. Right. I know people that use them. I, know, yeah. I feel, to me, I don't know enough yeah. to take that chance. Because I, like you said, we spend a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of effort to be scent free mm -hmm. as much as possible mm -hmm. um, and just kind of let the rest of it play out and right. use other things to our advantage. And I, I think, in my opinion, if you can give yourself away, um, the reason I don't get wrong. Yeah, no, I agree. And the reason <laughs> I don't like scents, Mike, is I've seen too many deer be deterred by yep. that scent. Wind it. And you'll see them on the other side of a field. Yeah. Like, no. Right. If you look back at our video stuff, um, <clears throat> recently, um, one of the guys, JR, had a giant buck come into a doe decoy, and he had put doe estrus all over the backside of that decoy. And there was two live does right there with him. And he came across chasing the one adult doe, and the two fawns were there. And he stopped. That doe, the adult doe stopped, he walked up, kind of turned, seen the other deer, and he walked up. As soon as he got a whiff of that scent on that backside of that decoy, he wung around and moved at a high rate of speed. And how many times have we seen deer do that? A lot, yeah, a lot, yes. So a decoy is kind of off-standing, too, sometimes for deer. But yeah. um, Another topic. Another topic, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, there was something there he didn't like, and the only thing that I know was there was the scent that he put on the back of that deer. And then he never got a shot at that deer, kept moving away. So um, that's the most recent example you could see. You can guys check it out on YouTube. Uh, that's on our show here at Rush Outdoors Wisconsin on YouTube. But um, scent-wise, uh, you know, back in the day, I used to use cover scent. I'd use fox piss, put it on my boots. Mm -hmm. And I think that's somewhat, I had deer track me right to the tree and not freak out about anything. Mm -hmm. um, is it something I recommend? No, now for sure, no. Mm -hmm. I don't wear, wear the rubber boots, wear all that stuff. I uh, don't want them coming right to the base of my tree. Right. Um, anything like that. Um, yeah. It doesn't work. Here's the other part, too. This is another, you'll see this, too, on the show. You know, I talked about, Mike talks about all the mock scrapes we put out there. All we do is hang vines. Yeah, there's nothing in the, we don't put anything in that scrape. And there's a reason for that. Because once the deer get on that, there's plenty of scent left by them animals. Yeah. And then, now, it's their own social structure. So we're allowing them, we're giving them the social structure that they need to help keep them together. That so-and-so is here and so-and-so is there. I've got to put more scent here, or my fawns do it, or vice versa. It continues throughout the year, and these deer will use these these uh, mock scrapes throughout the entire year, and we've used zero scent. And scent seems to be getting more and more expensive. The other part of it is they seem people are coming up with all kinds of ideas. You know, there's uh, the freeze dried stuff. Um, you know, companies that actually sell their scent in in. Uh, uh, little refrigerators at places where you're paying like $40 an ounce because it's fresh buck urine or it's fresh dough and estrus or whatever. You know, educate yourself once on how they make their products. Yeah. Like, here's fresh to me. 
Like you fall a bunker on and he pees in a cup for you. Quick, dump it up. Nice. That's fresh. That's you can't get any fresh. That's fresh. That's fresh. Yeah. If you have a mock scrape and the deer use it all year and he comes in there and pees on it, guess what? That's fresh. That's fresh. Yes. Yeah, because every mock scrape I have has a tree stand on it too. Yes. And a camera. So I know when fresh. everybody's doing stuff. Yep. I've walked up to stand. That's the other thing. <laughs> Don't walk up to your mock scrapes or scrapes or anything like that. Start fingering them. Just, you know, I mean, it's cool, whatever. <laughs> Oops, sorry. <laughs> but, you know, just don't touch the stuff. It's, it, figure it, that's their social area. It's like, you know, when you see a group of individuals and they're, they're doing their thing and, you know, just let them be. <laughs> the same with your deer. It's like your prom date. Stay away till it's time. You know, that's a good point. I like that analogy. That's perfect. I got to get some ice water on that one. Yeah, I don't. I, I know a lot of people. You know, and maybe the you know the listener that sent this in probably isn't going to like our answer. Probably. Um, you know, and we're not trying to offend anyone. I mean, you know, it's I, I just you know, and I'm saying I don't I don't know enough. Yeah. I think you need to know a lot, and I don't know. I don't know that that's possible. To know what to use, when to use it, where to use it. Uh, it's just, if you think about all the factors that go into a scent. I've never seen a know, deer do the same the thing same twice, twice yeah. with scent. Which tells me yeah. there's too much of variable there for me to use. Yeah. And it, it. And it, not that it don't work. Yeah, not that we don't want to, not that we want to get into this subject either with calls. Oh, yeah. But it's, a, it's no different than a call. A, a grunt one day. Mm-hmm. As the next day, the same deer could be two different results. Yeah, you could. You you'll know. see that too in some of our videos, and Michael and I will do it. Too. You'll see us both do it. When we call, there's an initial uh, amp- uh, apprehensive call. So kind of like, hey, are you over there? Mm-hmm. And you can tell by the what the deer does, whether or not he's receptive or not. I mean, how many times have we seen a mature buck, we hit him with a fairly aggressive call, and he's like, nope, yeah, tucks tails and go. Yeah, he's gone. Now, I've seen that same buck, when he's a little more aggressive, a week later, and he just comes storming in yeah. to kill him. Yeah, he got nothing to, he don't want nothing to do with whatever you think you're doing. Oh, yeah. You're going gonna to see what's going on. <laughs> yeah, I'm coming. Yeah. Oh, really, he says. Yeah, so, I, I, sense I, the same way, I think. My, my take. Your take. Less is more sometimes. Agreed. Um, and I've said this to a lot of my friends that are listening to this are going to laugh because I tell them a lot of times, hey, less is more sometimes. <laughs> in, in a lot of things. And I don't know, I just, too Here's, many variables for me. Well, to me, less scent means more bucks on my wall. How's that sound? Yes. I, um, I don't, you know, I don't know many people. I, I listen to uh, and watch uh, Jeff Sturgis a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think he's very knowledgeable, very smart. Yep. Um, He'll tell you not to use There's that. a guy that is, he's dead sent against about every call, scent, you know. Yeah, well, he'll tell very, you very, very seldom, use, yeah. yeah. He won't use scent, I don't think, at all. Oh, at all, no. And, and I know he carries a call. Yeah. And it very, very rare does he even want to use a call. Oh, yeah. But again, different property, too, different deer, uh, you know, patterns. 
But yeah, that, and that's a guy very successful also. Yeah. And, you know, and obviously he's a, you know going to be that bigger name right. than we are right now. But um, you, you know, the proof is in the time. Yep. And the number of that people put down and yeah, which some companies will be like, yeah, I don't like those guys no more. Well, of course. But, but uh, you know, we're doing this. We're telling you the truth. To try to help people. Yeah. You know, this is what we see. Yeah. And you between, might, yeah, I, but I, I don't, you know, do you know anybody that uses it that religiously that's killing deer? No, I know a lot of people that use it that have killed a few deer. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of, I got a couple of friends that use it all the time. I swear, I, I gotta get, yeah, but they're know, not shooting, they're like not dripper shooting. and you yeah. know, this and you know, dude, don't I piss did that and, dripper thing. I did I that dripper thing for like five or six years, I remember. just because I'm like, yeah. God, this is how I got to do this. I can yeah. make mock scrapes by using these drippers. Well, here I get hundreds of dollars in cent, and I'm putting it down. Now, I'm not saying deer didn't use it, because I shot a few of my good bucks off of it. Okay, I'm not going to mm -hmm. say that. But I'm not saying they're coming distinctly to that dripper, because all those deer were shot on either the edge of a food plot or the entrance transition to that food plot, or a food plot. Okay? Was that established because the dripper was there, or was it just a transition area yeah. they constantly use? Right. Um, you know, I've had more luck in the last four or five years doing the mock scrape setup that we do now that you see on yeah. Jeff's stuff, Habitat Solutions, Whitetail Habitat Solutions. Yep. Than I ever did with that. Scent. That's a plug, Jeff. Don't forget us out there. Yeah, and remember us. We appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean that. That. Yep. I, I tell you one one time when scent changed my life, I spilled a uh, <laughs> dough piss in the center console of my truck. Awesome. And it was I almost had to get rid of the truck because I could not drive that thing anymore. It was what? so horrid in there. New carpet, new. It was bad. Yeah. I mean, so this it, it's potent. Yeah, well, you ever see the people put it on their bodies? That's yeah, I've, I've seen it. I'm like, don't right? do that. I have seen it. That's I, not good, too. Now, uh, scent free sprays. We use those. A, a ton. Yeah. And everything. Scent crusher. Yep, we do uh, use Ozonics. Ozonics. I don't always carry my Ozonics, I'll be honest, but I always scent crush my stuff. Yes. Um, and then the reason I do that is. I'm a, this, so my real job, my first job, well, my job that I was at for 25 years was in the meat industry. So meat industry, you have listeria and all that stuff. And there's all these chemicals to kill listeria and all yeah. of that stuff. Well, they talk about microbes and all of that. So you get that knowledge no matter what level you are in that facility. Yeah. When you start looking into antimicrobial information, silver lining and all of that, you know, our clothing that some blogger yeah. makes us all of that. Insect pressure and how it works with ozone. Ozone. Um, you learn that any sweat or anything like that makes microbes, and then you start to stink. Humans stink anyway. If you're breathing, you stink it. I stink a little bit right now, probably. I just got out of the shower. Yeah, you stink a lot. I don't know. I hurt my feelings if I had any. You ain't got no feelings. Thank you. Thank but um, the ozone does, I think, make a difference. That one, that one, I I will say I use. Jeff will tell you no. I, I, you know, on that, that aspect, uh, I'll attest to this, this year, your property, yeah. I ran my Ozonics, yep. that buck, I called him, he came 100% downwind of me, Oh yeah, he did. wind in my face, 
he came directly behind me underneath my stand and came out and I shot him. Yep. And I had that Ozonics running. Yeah, you wouldn't have got that deer without that deer's too old. Yeah. And that's a, that's a four and a half year old buck. Yep. We thought. Uh, well, so, when you tore his jaw open, he was four and a half year old dog. Yeah. And so, so in that aspect, yeah, I, I love those that we've used carbon sprays and mm -hmm. you know my bow used to be white. Oh, I remember with that. that. Yeah, you stuff spraying it down, you know. Yep. But yep. you know, I yeah. Scent wise, we're not big advocates of uh, scent like doe urine or dominant buck or any of that. I absolutely despise spraying it on my properties anywhere. I don't do it at all on my new property. That's kind of, I guess, our view on scent. Hopefully, hopefully you guys enjoyed that little short episode of what we think about scents. Uh, we appreciate you guys listening to the obsession. No, that's all. Thanks for tuning in. All right, you guys appreciate listening.